Live from the Fourth and Gold Wing House, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, it's time for the School Spotlight on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Here are your hosts, Alex Nicolás and the coach, Tony Grijalva. Let's take it back. Um, obviously, me and you go back to when I was a freshman at Andrus, and you've had a long career, a very successful career. Talk about just that road uh, to Parkland. You've, you've had a couple, a few stops along the way, and just talk about kind of your, your, your coaching uh, trail to the Parkland Matadors. Well, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. You know, I've, I've worked for some great guys. I had the opportunity to work for uh, Coach Sepkowitz um, at Andrus, um, worked for Coach Work at Riverside. Um, you know, it's, so it's, it's been a blessing all the way across. You know, I, I've had a lot of great kids come through, um, very successful kids, uh, and uh, I'm really proud of that. You know, I'm, I'm proud of all the kids that have come out that I've had an opportunity to coach, and um, also the great coaches I've worked with. Me and Coach Grohava talked about it last night on our podcast about the culture that you've instilled there, the, the expectation to win, the expectation to be a district title contender, not only that, but to expect to go out of town and win a couple of playoff games. Touch on that and, and, and how you've been able to instill that in Parkland since you started as the D coordinator there. Well, we, have, we really have a great staff, and, and everybody's kind of – they have the, the same goal in mind, and, and we do hold, we hold our kids to a high standard. Our kids are different, um, and, and we embrace that. You know, we embrace – um, being different than everybody else, and, and, and we hold our kids to high expectations in the classroom and, and on the field, and, and we, we expect them to be successful. You know, Alex mentioned about uh, being successful in the playoffs, uh, you know, each, at least the last two years, uh, two or three years. But, you know, how do you handle the, the situation of, uh, you know, because the, the last game that you lose is always a disappointment, whether it's first round, second round, you know, it really doesn't matter. So how do you, how do you uh, uh, handle it with, with your players uh, uh, to be prepared for the, for the following season? Well, we, we always try to, you know, I tell the kids we always want to improve, you know, improve from the year before, um, win one more game, whether that's in, in the district or in pre-district or in the playoffs, you know, and, and anything short of that is, is not successful for us. So that's the goal, and that's what we want to do, and um, – you know, we made it to the, to the to, we won the area round and, and we lost the next one. So, the, you know, that's, that's our goal is to try to get there, win that next playoff game, um, go one round deeper, um, you know, one game better every year. Talk, going back to kind of your coaching tree where you came from, you brought up two names that, including the guy next to me to the right, are kind of the, the Mount Rushmore of El Paso coaches and Tom Work and, Ali, and Alan Sepkowitz. Uh, you know, my God rest, Coach Sep Soul, man, one of the greatest men you ever meet, as you know. What is the biggest takeaway you took from those two guys who had successful longevity, long, longevity success with their programs? Uh, I, I think the, what they both did very well was, was they cared about kids, you know, and they loved their guys. And that's how we feel at Parkton. You know, when there are guys, there are guys, and, you know, we love them up. We're hard on them. Uh, you know, we're very hard on our kids, but um, they know we love them. They know we're going to take care of them. We only want the best for them. So I think that's the one thing I, I took, you know, on the way. Looking back at, the, at your start, obviously, uh, your team had a big start to start the season right now, 5-0. and uh, You know, but, you know, in, in talking to, to other people, you're, you're kind of flying under the radar, you know? And so how, how do you tell the kids, your kids, you know, how to get them pumped up for, for each individual game? You know, we played – you know, we played two really good football teams to start the year. Yep. You know, we played uh, uh, Austin and, and Burgess. Both were by district champions last year. And uh, so it was no cakewalk, you know, and, and these kids have to learn how every year it's a different group. Um, and, they, and they have to learn how to play one game a week and then not worry about anything except the, the game that's in front of us. And uh, once we get past that one, we get to the next one. You know, looking too far ahead is not, it's not good for coaches or kids. Right. 
So looking at where you guys are at 5-0 and so far this season, what has been really maybe the biggest surprise that you've found from your club, having sort of retooling the offense a little bit and obviously new pieces on defense, but what has been the biggest surprise for you through your first five weeks? I, I think just overall as a team, you know, we, we kind of sputtered early, but they, they've kind of come together as a group, um, as a family, as we, as we like to, to say. But um, I don't really think there's a surprise. You know, we've always kind of focused on – Worrying about what we have and not what we don't have, you know, and not worry about, um, you know, we had two kids, four kids, five kids, six kids that, that were really big parts of our program um, that are no longer here. You know, they're in college now, and that happens every year. So us being able to, you know, trust the next guy coming up, kind of conditioning those kids to, to be ready when it's their turn, um, when they start as freshmen, knowing that, you know, you're the next guy, you know, you're going to be the next uh, – Deion Hankins, you're going to be the next, you know, whoever it is. Returning some guys on defense, names that come to mind, Anthony Quintero, Javion Longo, um, obviously Xavier Simmons is here tonight. What has been the biggest strength of your defense week to week from week one that you've seen the biggest improvement mark of your club? I think, I think our tackling has improved quite a bit. You know, our defensive staff does a great job. Um, but, but our overall defensive speed really, I think, is something that um, is really difficult for teams to, to game plan. You know, I mean – we have a lot of guys that, and they're really fast, you know, and we might not be very big, but uh, again, I think our defensive staff does a fantastic job. Well, looking at the offensive side of the ball, coach, obviously uh, uh, you're led by your quarterback, Dave Herrera, and, uh, you know, he impressed us last year as a junior in, in making decisions that he made and, and his, his level of play, and now he's, he's just uh, moved that up to, to another level. To explain how, how important that's been so far this season. I, I just think he... I mean, it's important to him, and, and he's a student of the game. Um, he understands, um, you know, what, what we're talking about, where we want to go with the ball, um, what ball he needs to throw, what he doesn't need to throw, mm -hmm. um, the throws he can make, the throws he probably shouldn't make, you know, and he's done a very good job taking care of the football and just, uh, just leading the offense, you know, um, getting us from play to play, getting us lined up, getting us, you know, in the right stuff and, and, and executing football plays, you know, and, it's kind of like having an extra guy, on, an extra coach on the field, you know, where he kind of he kind of makes it run. Talk about his work in the off season. Not only physical, you know, being physical and, and building his body and obviously cerebral, but talk about the leadership standpoint that he built from this off season that you that you were able to see. Well, you know, we play we play a million seven on seven games, <laughs> and it's just because and it's because our kids like it. You know, yep. that's something that our kids like to do. Um, we use it as motivation some, but. Just playing that number of games and, and being comfortable um, with the guys around you and um, leading by example, you know, not missing, never missing, you know, doing things the right way, you know, touching the line when you're supposed to, you know, all those things that you kind of do doesn't have to necessarily be a vocal leader, um, but, but doing things the right way where people want to follow you. Last year, you had a true number one receiver in Hatib Lyles, who's at North Texas this year. Towards the latter part of the last year, you had two guys step up for you, Dante Hayes, Jesse Sandoval. Now this year, they're your 1A, 1B, two of the most talented tandems in the city, uh, two, the two ta most talented tandem in the city. What makes those two special? Uh, they're, you know, they just work hard. They work hard, and, and, and they trust each other, and they know, you know when they're going to get the ball and when they're, when they're creating space for somebody else. And, very unselfish, you know, our, our whole offense um, with the addition of a couple of young guys that uh, Angel Mendez and, and Dwayne Ford, that they're very unselfish. They understand that, hey, some days it's their day, some days it's somebody else's day, and um, some days we're going to run the ball, and some days we're not going to have four touchdown catches. Some days we might have one or none. 
Um, but the end result being that, that you know, they want to win, you know, and, and, and winning um, kind of trumps all that, you know, the stats. Right. If you look at, uh, at the opponents coming up, especially during district, uh, uh, what, what is it that you see? Obviously, uh, district is pretty much stacked. And, and so, uh, you know, you, you, are, you have the experience of already, you know, being district champion two years in a row. What is it going to take for this year? Uh, we really, you know, we really feel that at Parkland High School that we worry about ourselves. We don't, we don't worry about who we're playing. Um, we worry about us executing offensively and defensively, and we feel like if we do that, we have a great chance to win. Um, you know, who they have, who they don't have, I mean, that, that, that doesn't really, it really doesn't matter to us. It's about us and, and what we do and what we can control. Um, we really can't control the other guys, but we can control what we do and how we play offensively, how we play defensively, and we feel like that gives us the best chance to win. Obviously, last year losing Dion, losing all that production, but this year it seems like you have two guys in there. Uh, the abandoned kid, I think his brother played for you guys a couple years ago when you made that deep playoff run, um, and then Jonathan Barton, the guy that was playing behind Dion last year. Talk about those two guys and, and how they figure into your plans in district play. Yeah, I mean, we knew I – mean, we. We don't expect them to do anything but be Jonathan Barton and, and Marco Biden. Right. That's it. We want those guys to be the best version of them they can be, and, and that's enough. You know, and, and they do things well. Um, they've run the ball hard for us, and, and they've taken care of the football, which, which are the two most important things. You know, if they run hard and take care of the football, then they might have to block a little bit sometimes, but um, they've, they're right where we thought they would be at this point. Let's talk briefly about the, uh, the offensive line. Uh, they don't get much credit, obviously. You know, they're the ones that are down in the trenches and you know, get the hard job, job, job done. Excuse me. Uh, you know, talk about them a little bit. Well, we have a great group. We have a great group. We returned four from last year, um, starting with the center, Owen Corral. Uh, he's kind of the leader of the group. Um, John Villa at one tackle and uh, uh, Damian uh, Vargas and, and Nathan Bradley. I mean, those guys – you know, they've, they've done everything all summer long to prepare themselves to be, um, you know, to be good football players, you know. And um, we've had some injuries there and, and we've had to replace a, a, an offensive lineman, uh, Matt Pettis, who broke his foot with, with a couple young guys, a, a freshman and a sophomore, and they're, they're both doing fantastic. So um, they kind of feed off the other guys, you know, feed off the, the experience of the other guys to um, not necessarily win the game for us, just do their job, you know, and it's worked out. You've done a really good job of, of developing your feeder programs. And, and so when you get guys like I'm looking at Tyrone McDuffie, the guy that exactly. you recently called up, how important is that not only for Parkland, but just really for El Paso high school schools, to, high schools to be able to develop that. So that way you have that smooth transition. Like you had a few of your guys, not just McDuffie. Yeah, no, it's definitely a help. I mean, it definitely helps, you know, they, they get the, the base and, and they get the love for the game at the middle school. Um, you know, at the lower levels, you know, they, that's where we either we're going to keep them or we're going to lose them at that age. So, um, you know, we make sure we spend a lot of time over there. I want those guys to know who I am before they get on campus. Um, when they see me at Walmart, whatever, I want to make sure that they can talk to me, you know, and, and, and make sure that they know that, you know, we're there for them. And, and we expect those kids from Parkland Middle to come to Parkland High School. They're our dudes, you know. So when, when you look at, uh, uh, offensively speaking, you look at, for example, your, your game plan from week to week. You already mentioned, you know, some weeks you're going to run, some weeks you're going to pass. It all depends on, on, on the defense. And, uh, you know, how much, how much time do you actually spend, you know, prepping before you go on the field for, well, for each I mean, opponent? We, we, do our regular, we do prep quite a bit, just, just what, wherever the green grass is and, and you know, what, what kind of front we get. I mean, we get five in the box, we're probably going to run it. You know, if there's more in the box, we're probably going to throw it. And, you know, it's, that's, 
pretty much everywhere. You know, right. that's nothing that we created. It's just, to me, it's just smart football. You know, if there's eight in the box, there's no reason for us to pound our head in there when we could, you know, throw it out there where it's one-on-one, you know. And, um, but, but, again, our kids, you know, work extremely hard. And if we tell them, hey, there's eight in the box, we're going to run the ball, then they're going to block as hard as they can to try to get us to be able to run the ball. So um, a lot of it is, is just mentality and how our kids um, come along in the program and, and, and what we've kind of built so far. You had one of the most unique, um, unique opportunities that I feel as a coach. You got to coach your son. Uh, JB played for you under Riverside. <laughs> yeah, How fun was that for you and, and him to be able to experience that? And you guys had success at I, I Riverside. Never talked to him. I never talked to him once in a game. Never, <laughs> never. Um, but it was great. It, it, was, it was a great experience. Um, you know, and he's been around football for a long time. He's doing a great job at, at Horizon. He's a great young coach. Um, and I'm really proud of him. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to be able to watch him every week. And, and, and he was pretty good. So it, it made you know, I made it, it made a proud, proud dad moment, except when I had to yell at him when, <laughs> on the way home. But now nah, he, it was fun. It was, it was a great deal. Now, as a coach, him being a coach, you know, how much is, is it kind of him maybe being his own man, or does he still kind of come to you for maybe advice on, uh, on certain situations? We we talk about a lot of football. I mean, we talk about a lot of football, and, and I think he he just wants to make sure that he's kind of headed in the right direction. Um, I I don't expect him to do anything, but but be the best version of himself that he could be, you know, just like we do with our kids. Um, he doesn't have to do anything. I'm already proud of him. I'm already proud of what he's done so far. Um, so he'd be, he'll be the best J.B. Franz, you know, out there, and, and that's good for me. Looking at your program as a whole, you're talking about culture so much from the beginning. Living the hype. I asked you that a couple of years ago at your, before the playoff game. You know, what does that mean not only for, you know, the kids as a whole of playing football, but as growing them into young men that, that you've been able to do as well? It kind of goes kind of like it's, it's really hard to explain. It's kind of like swag. You know, we talk about that too. And it's, it's, it's just something that we, you know, we want to stay relevant. You know, we want to stay relevant. We want people to talk about us because – um, because we feel like we're doing things the right way and doing good, great things. Um, the minute that you stop being relevant, people stop talking about you. Right. So um, that we kind of, you know, we kind of just continue to live it. You know, live, live in what people are expecting of you. You know, if they expect you to be good, then let's be good. You know, if they expect you to be bad, let's be good anyway. You know, and, and, and kind of live up to the expectations, sort of. Um, but the, the kids are really bought in, and um, you know, are, are, like I said, we have great kids. We have a great uh, community um, that we play for and they're extremely supportive and and they have high standards for us also you know, coach, which is good coach eric franz joined us here on the high school spotlight show coach you guys have a bye week this week obviously working on yourselves what's the biggest thing that you want to see in uh, improvement wise maybe not from the game but from a practice standpoint of your program i just think i just think us being consistent you know the consistency um throughout the year you know we want to be playing our best football towards the end and i think every week that you don't grow, you, you know, you're losing something. So we feel like we still need to grow, even though it's this, I mean, it's a bye week. We don't have a game this week. We still want to kind of take that step forward and, you know, be hitting on all cylinders towards the end um, to make a playoff run. Do you, do you think that looking at, uh, looking forward to, to the district that's coming up, uh, obviously uh, your team, uh, to me, I think you, your advantage is the experience that you had, uh, not just I don't mean just by seniors, but by playoff games that, that you played in the, in the past. Uh, how was that affecting you, uh, you know, this year for the, for the remainder of the season? Well, I'm, like I, I mean, we tell the kids all the time, you know, we've, we've done certain things and, 
Um, we, we've been successful, and we've done whatever we've done doesn't matter this year. You know, all that matters is what we do now. So, you know, we, we press really hard on them to understand that, you know, one game a week, you know, that's all I need. I need you to win one game a week. Um, and they definitely don't want to be the, you know, the team that loses that game. You know, they, they want to continue what, what we've kind of built. And um, that's it. That, that's kind of what we tell them. You know, let's, let's, work, let's work on one game a week. And, you know, what happens later happens later. And, you know, anything less than one more than last year is – we got rid of the tie. You know, we had a tie last year. <laughs> rid of the tie. That bothered so, you, didn't it? It did. I, I had never, I had never been 0-0-1 in my life. I, I don't know how to feel. Um, being one to know is much better. Being one to know is much better. But um, you know, I think those those type of games will help us um, in the in the playoffs. You know, those sure. those games we had to grind out and um, you know didn't play so well in certain spots and, and certain things. Those, those things will really help us in the playoffs. Coach Eric Franz joining us here on the High School Spotlight. When we return, we'll talk with Parkland quarterback Gabe Herrera as you're listening to the High School Spotlight live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch, 14 different flavors to choose from, and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontalk Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House, 1550 Boulevard. El Paso Heropost.com, the website that cares about El Paso. Check out all the news, opinion, sports, and lifestyle from around the borderland right there on your web enabled device. Wherever you may be, that's where we are. El Paso Heropost.com, proud supporter of Town Talk Sports El Paso. That's El Paso Heropost.com. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepared for the season ahead. Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. With seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide, open 24-7, 365 days a year, Anytime Fitness has got you covered. For more information, visit anytimefitness.com. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing, fresh ideas in advertising. Call us today at 806-637-0030. I'm Charlie Clark of Charlie Clark Nissan. Charlie, tell us how growing up with a traditional Mexican family has affected the way you do business. I want to implement a lot of the aspects of what I learned from the Latino culture that makes it easy and inviting. We're talking simple pleasures that they showed me. They showed me how to cook out on a Saturday. So we cook out at our dealership on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have a DJ outside. It's like when my Nana took me to the park with all her family and friends and they turned the music on and they cooked out. That's exactly kind of the 
environment I want to have to where when people get there, you got the music, it's fun, Ooh. and you can get a car at the same time. So it's actually fun to get a car. Yeah, fun and efficient. What does that mean to you? We've got this down between an hour and a 90-minute process to where it's not a process, it's a fun experience. Great. And that's what I love about the Latino culture and why I implemented that as part of our brand. That's the difference with our brand and everyone else. You're going to have fun. It's that simple. Well, take it home, Charlie. Charlie Clark, San Orale. Welcome back to the High School Spotlight live at 4th and Goal Winghouse located at 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, your home for every Tuesday night's edition of the High School Spotlight. Joining us here tonight is a player who's thrown for over 4,000 career yards, 53 career touchdowns, Gabe Herrera of the Parkland Matadors. Gabe, thanks for joining us here tonight. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. So, uh, me and Coach, really, honestly, since your sophomore year, when we saw you glimpse at Andrews, we've just in, been impressed as you as a quarterback. And, and I just got a simple question to start this off. Where did you learn how to play quarterback, my man? Because your footwork, your, your ability to, to break down a defense, it's really something that we rarely, rarely see in this town. And, and where did that kind of start for you? I mean, hard work has always been something that's been implied by my family, by my dad, mom, whether it's in the sports or academics, you know, everything. But, uh... Just my dad is always he's always implied to me that you can't throw a ball without your feet. You know, what I mean, and then I have just different trainers and stuff like that. that I've been blessed to be coach and uh, be a sponge and just learn their knowledge. And I've always heard that your arm is just like UPS and FedEx. It's just a <laughs> delivery and everything. You know, what I mean, that's it's just you just that just tells where the ball is going to go. But yeah, everything starts with your feet and just work that has been taught to me since I was a kid by dad and just other mentors that I've had. We talk about, uh, you know, I talked about with you, with you earlier today about, you know, the, the experiences uh, over the summer and the experience in playing uh, seven on seven. Uh, talk about that a little bit more. No, yes, sir. It was, it was going both years. I mean, it's been a great experience for us and, and our team, uh, especially as a bonding, you know, as a team. That, that, that state seven on seven is kind of when we click together and we, we all came together. But just the competition is, is uh, non-replaceable at all. I mean, the guys you face over there, the talent, the atmosphere, the juice that's just surrounding you when you're over there in College Station. I mean, it's, you, can't, you can't get anywhere else. Talk about your off-season workouts. I know you had a lot of private workouts. How, it's, how, how have you seen that parlay into not just seven-on-seven, seven, but once you put on the pads this season? No, nah, definitely. Getting, getting your body right is uh, definitely one of the biggest things in football. I remember, Coach, what I told us the other day, this is – this is your machine, you know what I mean? This will, this will, this will get, you to the, get you through games, help you make plays. Uh, if you take care of this, everything's be good to go. Talk about your guys' season so far, 5-0 and start. You guys have been balanced on offense and explosive on offense. What's been a key for you guys with this great start so far? Just buying in to what our system offers us and what the coaches are telling us, you know. They, they put us in a great uh, plan and place to succeed, and all we got to do is just pretty much execute, and uh, we definitely have the guys to go out there and do it. I know you've been a leader, uh, actually, ever since last year. You've been a leader of that offense, and, uh, you know, you pretty much you know, run everything offensively. Do you ever have this switch front ever give you a chance to change a play or, uh, you know, give you a, ask you about an idea of what's going to work? No, definitely. I think, I think we've, built that, we've built that connection so far. Um, he just knows that, I mean, I think he can trust me, and I think we see sure. the same thing and what we want to exploit, hurt the defense, I think. 
we both know like how our system works and uh, what we want to do with the ball. You said a key word, trust, uh, with your coaching staff. You guys really have, or you guys are a big family at Parkland. And talk about that trust with all the coaching staff and, and how that makes you guys as student athletes being able to trust your coaches and, and to come out there and, and play as loose and, and as play with that swag that you guys do come out every week. No, yes, sir. Trust is a big thing. And family, family is something that we pride on at Parkland. Um, these guys let us go out there and play with that. I mean, we, we, we call it our Northeast flag, you know, because that's, okay. that's the part okay. time we're from. From the 242? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. But, I mean, they let us go out there and play with it. And, I mean, just the connection we have with our coaches. It's not, it's not a separation between coaches and, and players. It's, it's family at Parkland. You know what I mean? And uh, they just that, I think that helps us a lot when we get on the field. Growing up in a football family that had a name is synonymous with some of the coaches that, that I've went through at Andrus and, and even to today. You know, how big was that in preparing you for this moment in the sense of being able to be a high school quarterback, a star quarterback, and then have an opportunity to go at the next level? I think football's been around ever since I was born in the family. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a, a, a party or a place where there wasn't a ball around for me to, for me to play with. But definitely having the football, football family definitely helps. Uh, Getting knowledge from my dad, my uncles, um, just giving me different ideas on how to make me a better player definitely uh, benefited me. The, the last two years, I asked Coach France a little bit about this. The, the last two years, uh, you've had the experience of being in the playoffs. So now, so now you have the experience of going seven-on-seven seven to the state, and you have the experience of uh, actually playing these out-of-town teams. How, is it, how has that uh, helped you so far and helped you, helped you through this season? I think it's, I think it's helped us because it – kind of like we kind of visualize our goal and where we want to be. We want to play big-time football. We want to play late in December. You know, we want to make deep round, deep push in the playoffs. Uh, just getting that competition kind of understands, like, like we, we want to be one of those teams that are – that when you hear the name, it's, wow, like they're, they compete. They're a good football team, you know what I mean? And uh, just getting those experiences, going against tough teams like that, it helps us during the season just we know our goal. We know where we want to be. Watching the film with you, Jesse, and Danta, uh, this didn't start this season. Like I meant to talk to Coach, it started towards the end of the year. It seemed like teams tried to take away Hatib, or you had two guys like that. I mean, just talk about that chemistry that you guys have been able to build, and really it's kind of just second nature to see you guys going out there and ball every week. No, yes, sir, and that, that, that's connection, Vince, since we were in Little League football. Oh, wow. We've known each other <laughs> forever. But, I mean, I think when I really started to notice is that, of course, I'm, I'm the leader of the team. I got to – you know, let's go throw. Let's stay after practice. Let's do this. Do that. But then, when they started telling me, before it got, before I it came out of my vo my mouth, um, that's when I realized like, we got we got something cooking here. And just like, the unselfishness I think between between all of each other. You know, one of us eats, we all eat. You know, and and just the work that we all put in together is starting to show off now. Uh Again, another question I asked Coach Franz. Uh, talk about your offensive line. I mean, they're, they're the guys that do all the dirty work. They do all the hard work. Uh, you know, what what is it like to play you know on a team with them? I mean, I remember, I remember you said earlier in the show that, that I know that they don't get a lot of recognition, but at Parkland they do. I mean, no, without them, nothing goes. Uh, those are definitely my guys. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't no, – no play would go on without them. Right. They're, the, they're the enforcers of the offense. Um, and, man, we had a good group at, at, uh, at our line this year. Leadership. The word leadership mixed with quarterback, it, it, it's thrown around a lot from every level. Explain to people that maybe aren't in practice every day, not in the weight room every day, not in meetings, what exactly goes into being a leader at the quarterback position and to have the success that you have from your experience? Just setting the example and knowing the expectation, you know, like coaches, especially with the past players before, uh, Deion Hankins, Hatib Lyles, like 
that's the expectation of what we're supposed to be. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's where you want to be. You want to get those, those offers, those, the deep runs in the playoffs. That's just, with leadership, it kind of just, people, people tend to follow you just because they know the expectation. They want to, I want to be like that. You know what I mean? And just, just leading, by, leading by example. Um, never, never, like Coach said, never missing practice. Never, the li- it's the little things and stuff that you harp on. And that's pretty much it. Yes, sir. When you look at uh, when we look at your the offense, obviously you've been very successful throwing the ball. The offense has been very successful throwing the ball. You know, every once in a while, you know, you may not find a receiver. Uh, do you have the the green light to run, or are you going to throw the ball away and run out of bounds? No, no, yes, sir. I do have the green light. Just okay. just to make plays. I'll be be smart. But right. Don't don't take unnecessary hits. But no, uh, make, get positive plays. Good. Talk about that. The, the, the video you posted last week of Socorro, that scramble. I mean, you probably saw 10 different things, but I mean, what, what was just kind of the main thing that was going through your mind while you're really running from your life and then you break in the middle of the field and break free for six? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I saw, like, before the play was called, I saw that they were bringing pressure off my left side, so right. I knew I was going to have to get out. But I mean, the biggest thing is just extend plays, get it, get it to my guys, um, the, the ones that make, really make the big plays, get it to them, uh, score a touchdown. But I went. I mean, the coverage was actually really, really good. I, I didn't really see anything, so a whole a, a lane opened up, and then I just decided to take it for myself. <laughs> How's school going for you so far this year? Good, really good. Yes, sir. I mean, these coaches they harp on it a lot. Without without academics, there's no type of football at all, and, and definitely that's that's a big thing. Obviously, then you well know, you know, life after football is going to happen. You know, we can't play football your whole life. So, what is it? I know you're still young, but is there something maybe as far as studies or a career that maybe you're looking forward to once football's done? Oh, definitely. I, uh, I want to go into uh, dermatology. Okay. Yes, sir. That's, that's one of my things I want to go into. Nice, nice. And school, well, school, school since I was young has always been a hard thing. You know what I mean? Without, without grades, you can't go anywhere in life. So that's something that's been harped on a lot. We talked a little bit earlier, Gabe, about uh, uh, the defenses that you face. And, uh, you know, with, with your type of offense, the spread type of offense, uh, you know, noticing where the, where the defensive man lined up. You know, how much, how much do you use a pre-snap read? When you're, uh, you, you know, before the ball snaps on a certain play. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's something big for me. I've always, I mean, I've been taught since I was little to cut your field in half, go with percentages, with what the play's called, you know what I mean? When, where's the best percentage throw? Where's the, the most positive play going to, where's going to end up on what side of the field? And uh, pre-snap read is something that's really, really big in the quarterback position. Parkland quarterback Gabe Herrera joining us, completed over 66% of his passes in high school career, and that's 450 pass attempts. That ain't, that's not easy to do, ladies and gentlemen. So thanks, Gabe, for joining us. When we return here on the High School Spotlight, we'll talk with Parkland defensive coordinator Rick Barraza as we'll switch sides to the defensive side as you're listening to the High School Spotlight with the Parkland Matadors live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepare for the season ahead. Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. With seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide open 24-7, 365, Anytime Fitness has you covered. For more information, visit anytimefitness.com. Anytime Fitness is proud to be the official gym of Town Talk Sports El Paso. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing. Fresh ideas in advertising. 
Call us today at 806-637-0030. There are many reasons for families to be at the YMCA this fall. Sports, we have basketball, volleyball for different age groups, even adult leagues. Our fall programs include gymnastics, art classes, and swim lessons, and much more. We even offer homework assistant program after school. At the YMCA, we watch the kids so families can work out and achieve their health goals. Families that exercise together stay together at the YMCA. For more information, call 532-9622 or ElPasoYMCA.org. Town Talk Sports El Paso, where we bring the games to you. But not only do we provide live broadcasts of games here at TownTalkSportsElPaso.com, we also provide the most in-depth coverage of high school sports. We have the Super 8 Power Pole, weekly previews, game recaps, player of the week, the reporter's roundtable, podcast, weekly standings, the scoreboard, coach and player interviews, videos, live broadcast schedule, and much, much more right here on TauntalkSportsElPaso.com. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontalk Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House. 1550 Boulevard. Welcome back to the High School Spotlight feature in the Parkland Matadors here at 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, 4th and Gold Wing House. My personal suggestion, everybody understands, the garlic parmesans are flame, so get you a little tempies, get you some fries, <laughs> and make sure you take care of everybody here. So joining us here on the High School Spotlight, the defensive coordinator of the Parkland Matadors, Rick Barasa, joining us. Coach, thanks for joining us here tonight. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about the defense. 5-0, and obviously you started off a little bit slow in terms of, of allowing points, and I don't look at points as an tell-all of a defense, but just talk about your defense as the journey has gone from week one to now sitting in the bye week, during, uh, heading into week six. Right. Uh, it's just been a process, you know, like any other team. Um, just the kids, the coaches understanding their roles, you know, uh, that's, that's very important first and foremost, you know. Um, everything uh, defensively, I, I see it as a puzzle. And, and making sure those kids understand that where they fit in that puzzle and how they fit, you know, um, whether it's playing time, whether it's how to take on a block or, or how to reroute a, a, a route, you know, that type of thing. But just, just so off, the, off the top, what would, be, what would you say your philosophy would be uh, defensively? And, uh, you know, what, do you, what, do you, what is the number one thing that you preach to your, to your defensive staff? Our defensive staff, uh, when we game plan, pretty much like, Coach said nothing that we invented or anything, but you try to take away their first and second options. And that's where we start off. And we, when we look at video, you know, trying to make sure that kids understand that the offensive strengths, you know, and, and what we got to defend. And then also trying to find the, the weaknesses, just like they have weaknesses, we have weaknesses, you know, um, trying to cover those up ourselves, you know, our weaknesses, right. you know. So just kind of looking at the other opponent as, 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 we analyze it, um, trying to take away those strengths and attack their weaknesses. Talk about some of your personnel that's stepped up and, and been pr- uh, productive for you so far this year. You know what? It's, it's been a team, a unit thing. You know, um, some kids have started up a little slow, and now they've picked it up. You know, guys like X Simmons, you know, um, this is really his first year of full varsity football or football, period. You know, 
he was a basketball guy, but now he's, you know, he's hungry and he's ready to go. You know, uh, we've, we've gotten some sophomores in there, um, the Montalvo brothers, you know. Um, and, and what's awesome about Parkland is their older brother played there, so mm -hmm. they have expectations even before they get there. You know, I knew those kids, or we knew about those kids because they were there since eighth grade, you know, working out, throwing passes, you know. Um, it's our off week. You know, um, we got a kid, Jaden Campbell, whose older brother was Dante Campbell. He's out there with the freshmen, and he's showing the freshman kids working with footwork and, and Richie Hernandez, you know. So just everybody's just willing and ready to get better, you know, and that's, that's, that's important for us. And, and how have your, uh, uh, your previous year's playoff experience, you know, how, how, do they, how do they show up, like, for this season, for, for the players that, uh, that actually played in those playoff games? Right. Well, like you said earlier, you know, sometimes most, most cases your last game doesn't end well, you know, so, you know, you learn as you get, uh, go through experience that you don't lose, you learn, you know, and, right. and whatever we learned from that last game, you know, we sat down with, you know, Coach, Coach Franz and I and, and the rest of the staff and, and decided, uh, sat down and sat, decided or looked at what we needed to get better, you know, and, and that's where I think we get better as a program, you know, where we don't hang our head, you know. Um, we understand the other team plans as well. So we just got to learn and fix our mistakes so that we get better as a program. You guys still do the black shirts in practice? Yes. It's, it's, for the people that don't understand, I was going to ask you that, Coach, but I want to leave it to your D.C. The black shirts is a special thing. If you, if you played in the, in, you know, under Coach Franz and, and, and you know, going back to Andrews, talk about the black shirt and what that means to your defensive, your defensive team. Well, it's, it's – it's very big, you know. Uh, when I first walked in there last year, you know, being new coach and sometimes you bring in new verbiage, you know, even though football is football, you know, you, you did see a little hesitation because they had been successful, real successful under Coach France, you know, and Coach Levario. So we sat down and, and as a unit and said, look, this is not going to be my way or coach's way or your way. It's going to be the black shirt way. And that's what we've lived on all uh, these past two seasons. You know, it's, it's nobody's way but the black shirt way. And, and that's a code now, you know, uh, meaning that we're going to stand up for each other and we're going to do what's best for the team, you know. Whether we ask you to play outside backer or safety or, or it doesn't it, – whatever needs to get done, that's the black shirt way. And, and it's a code now. It's, it's a way of living, a def the, living defensively there at Parkland. And is it making your – is it kind of what we would go with Coach Franz, is making your practice harder than your games? Is that, is that something that you see that culture kind of going in practice and it just makes the games a little bit easier? Yes, you know, we, we put our kids in certain situations, you know, whether it's against each other or just separately as a unit. We, we put our kids in certain pressures or certain – to see how they're going to react and let them understand that, hey, you're feeling it, but so is the other team, you know. And, and it goes back to, you know – since I started working with Coach Franz, he talks always about, don't worry about the guy in front of you. Worry about the guy next to you and the guy behind you and the guy under the helmet, you know, and, and everything else will take care of itself. So we, we do put them in certain pressures during practice, and, and they've learned to handle it, you know, and that's been important for us. Let, let's go through uh, something that happens uh, during each game. You, know, you go in at halftime, and, and just briefly uh, explain you, what kind of, uh, or how do, you, how do you come about making your adjustments, depending, it doesn't matter who you're playing, but just in general, uh, defensive adjustments. Right, well, I mean, I got a guy up in the box, and, and Coach uh, Licon, who's had a lot of years of experience, you mm -hmm. know, so he's got eyes of wisdom, you know, and then we just 
got a great hire in, in uh, John Hernandez, you know, uh, who's, who's got a like, wealth of experience. So just sitting around and, and bouncing ideas back and forth or observations mm -hmm. of what happened in the first half and whether it's, you know, putting this guy head up or outside or, or walking in a linebacker or backing up a guy, you know, it's just it helps to have those kind of eyes. And then, you know, like Coach Franz was a defensive coordinator himself. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be around experience, you know, even though I'm, I've got experience, you know, there's a, a ton of experience around me. Always learning. Sure. Yes. And, and, and that's the biggest thing that I learned from my mentor, which was Coach Carson. You know, the minute you stop learning is the minute you're going to, the second you're going to stop to grow. So I'm blessed to have people around me like that. Watching film on you guys, I'm impressed with the speed that you guys have in the secondary, particularly a guy that stood out for me the past couple of years, Anthony Quintero, one of my favorite guys to watch play corner. Talk about the speed and the athleticism and, and how easy, I guess, does that make your job in a sense to having guys that just kind of get after it and, and you know, looking like a, a, a program that's just kind of re reloads the defensive back position over the past few years. Well, the thing is, you know, we tell the kids, anybody can get up in front of you guys and draw lines. At the end of the, at the, end of the day, or at the end of the game, it's the people running those lines, you know. And having kids like Anthony Quintero just makes the job a lot easier because not only is he gifted, but he's hungry. He's got a chip on his shoulder. It's tough. And he, and he is tough, you know. And, and it spreads out into the rest of the unit. So, you know, it just makes your coaching job a lot easier, you know, when, when you don't have to coach effort, you know. And, and that's something that we take pride in, you know. When you look at uh, uh, you know when you look at your opponents coming up uh, for for district, uh, you know you you've got obviously uh, running teams, passing teams. Uh, you know when you look at uh, uh, during the week, uh, do you specifically? Uh, I, I know you mentioned you want to stop the the top two plays, but is there anything else that you do special? You know because as as Alex says, you know the, there is some speed there in, in the secondary. Right. Well, you know, I t as, as I tell them about drawing lines and what have you. What I tell the kids our job is to do is to make sure that we take away hesitation in their play and we take away that, that sputter mm -hmm. so that they play fast, you mm -hmm. know. And if, if kids are sputtering or, or hesitating, then us as coaches, we're not doing our job. We're hindering them, you know, and, that, and that's what we spend hours on the weekend or Saturdays to make sure that we take that sputter and that hesitation mm -hmm. out, you know. During your bye week, preparing for district play, obviously, next week, what has been the main point of emphasis that you've been harping on your defense to try to improve that way? It just comes natural to you guys in the second part of the season. Well, you know, um, I think what we do is a little different than other programs, you know, is after we come, we bring them back after the game on Saturday, we go through a tackling circuit oh, right wow. after the game. Oh, wow. You know, um, and it goes back to just using proper technique, you mm -hmm. know, um, making sure our kids – Stay sharp, you know, and, and, and I tell them, you know, you got to be proud of who you are. And we're defensive guys. You know, we're not going to get our name on the paper with catches and yards and all that. But our presence needs to be felt. And the way our presence is felt is suffocating the, the opponent, getting to the ball and making things happen, you know. So th that's something that we, we kind of are proud of, you know, that, that we, we instill that toughness or, or that mental strength to, hey, yeah, we played last night, but let's get ready for the next game, you know. And there you have a defensive coordinator for the Parkland Matadors, Rick Barasa, joining us here on the Spotlight Show. When we return, his outside backer, big number 33, X Simmons, comes to the mic here as you're listening to the High School Spotlight live on the Parkland Channel on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Everyone knows a great season starts at the gym. That's why Anytime Fitness is here to make you stronger, healthier, and prepare for the season ahead. 
Anytime Fitness can help you get started on that championship season. With seven El Paso locations and over 4,000 worldwide open 24-7, 365, Anytime Fitness has you covered. For more information, visit AnytimeFitness.com. Anytime Fitness is proud to be the official gym of Town Talk Sports El Paso. Adventure Marketing is a full-service advertising and public relations company. Adventure Marketing can help you develop and implement a marketing plan custom-tailored to the needs of your company. From advertising, public relations, graphic design, and branding to event planning, print, and web design. Let our team be there every step of the way to help you grow your business. Adventure Marketing, fresh ideas in advertising. Call us today at 806-637-0030. There are many reasons for families to be at the YMCA this fall. Sports, we have basketball, volleyball for different age groups, even adult leagues. Our fall programs include gymnastics, art classes, and swim lessons, and much more. We even offer homework assistant program after school. At the YMCA, we watch the kids so families can work out and achieve their health goals. Families that exercise together stay together at the YMCA. For more information, call 532-9622 or ElPasoYMCA.org. Town Talk Sports El Paso, where we bring the games to you. But not only do we provide live broadcasts of games here at TownTalkSportsElPaso.com, we also provide the most in-depth coverage of high school sports. We have the Super 8 Power Pole, weekly previews, game recaps, Player of the Week, the Reporter's Roundtable, podcast weekly standings, the scoreboard, coach and player interviews, videos, live broadcast schedule, and much, much more right here on TauntalkSportsElPaso.com. Fourth and Goal Wing House. Come watch college and NFL games on the largest HD screens in El Paso. Enjoy some great wings. All of our sauces are made from scratch. 14 different flavors to choose from and four different spicy levels of buffalo sauce. We're also home of the High School Spotlight Show. Every Tuesday night at 7.30, we host the school, talk to the coaches, students, staff, and booster club, and you can hear the show live on Tontalk Sports El Paso. So join us. Fourth and Goal Wing House. 1550 Boulevard. And welcome back to Fourth and Goal Wing House. It's the high school spotlight with the Parkland Matadors here on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Town Talk Sports El Paso.com and the Town Talk Sports El Paso mobile radio app live on the Parkland channel as the hashtag the park taking over it over here at Fourth and Goal and joining us here outside linebacker Xavier Simmons. X, thanks for joining us here tonight, man. Thank you for having me here. So you may be probably one of the best stories in the city now that we found out that you're a basketball guy playing football <laughs> at a high level. Yeah. Talk about that decision to step off the hardwood and get on the gridiron for your senior year. Oh uh, Well, you know, I felt that I had a better opportunity in playing football, you know, basketball, you know, they're looking for like 6'5", you know, and up, you know, to play at the D1 level. And so I thought that, you know, I had the size, you know, my coaches, they, they told me I got what it takes They you know, take a shot out there on the football field. You know, I was like, why not, you know? And I just took a chance, you know. I just changed from basketball to football, and here I am today. <laughs> well, one of the things that, uh, you know, most defenses, you know, talk about when, when they talk about uh, defenses, uh, you know, defense is an attitude. What does that mean to you, defense is an attitude? Uh, well, it means that, you know, you got to be – you gotta be, you know, you gotta be hard. You know, you gotta be a killer out there on the field. You gotta, you gotta want it. You gotta go out there. You gotta, you gotta know what you're doing. You gotta execute your job, and you gotta stay disciplined. And you know, you just gotta, you just gotta be a killer out there. You know. 
So you had zero football experience, basically? I mean, maybe going back to even Little League, or I mean, this is, this is your first full year? Well, yeah, this is my first, first full year playing varsity football. Actually, um, you know, I moved here from Maryland, okay. and like right before I moved, they, they tried me on the seven-on-seven team, you know, a little bit, a little bit of practice there, you know, I mean, it's not full pads, you know, it's right. not, it's not uh, actual football. But yeah, um, yeah, this is my actual, like, first full year, you know, playing a full season on varsity. So where do those instincts develop when you're lining up at outside linebacker and coach moves you up to the line and you're able just to shoot the gap? Is, this just, is that that killer mentality that you just have in you or is it something that maybe you've developed week to week? I feel like I've developed it week to week. You know, uh, Coach Barraza, you know, he's been a big help. Um, you know, we, we work on it all throughout the week, preparation and getting ready for whoever we have. And, you know, we have all these great drills that help me out, you know. And, um, yeah. So I think uh, week to week, it's helped me get that killer instinct, you know. Are, are you starting to, it seems to me, you know, watching film, it seems to me that uh, uh, you've gotten more relaxed and more confident game by game as, yes. as, as, as the season went on. So, you know, talk about that. I mean, you're, you're out, you line up outside. You got, uh, according to the stats that I, was, that I saw, 36 tackles, two tackles for loss, two sacks, uh, but uh, you haven't had an interception yet. Are you, are you looking forward to getting your first one? Yes, you know, that would be great to have. You know, um, hopefully it comes, you know. Uh, I'm not going to try to get out of my job and not do my job and try to, you know, make a big play because right. that's, that's what could hurt the team when you try to be the hero. And Coach, you know, my dad and, you know, Coach Barraza, they, t they tell me not to play hero ball and, you know, do, right. do it the black shirt way and play for your team. And so – uh, yeah, it'd be great to have an interception, but, you know, um, I'm not going to go out looking for it, you know. I mm -hmm. mean. Obviously, it seemed like maybe there was a little bit of pressure, you know, putting on yourself to, to transition from basketball to football. And where was that moment, uh, you know, whether it was a play, whether it was in practice, where I was like, I got this. I could do this at a very high level, not only here, but at the next level as well. Um, actually, I would say probably this, this season, the Austin game, uh, I think I had a that was I had a really a decent game a good game and you know I was like you know I feel like I can do this and I feel like since that game I've gotten better and better from game to game from there. And now, so, so what do you since this is your first full year in varsity? So what do you look forward to now? Uh, do you at least understand the concept of you know playing district and uh, yes. uh, getting a playoff spot and moving on you know one or two games into the playoffs wherever it may be. Yes, you know, uh, that's it's a goal to go, you know, far in the playoffs, you know, you know, we want to go state, go week by week, you know, beating the teams in El Paso and make a make a deep playoff run and um, go farther than what we did last year. And I think we have the talent to do so uh, on the not only on the defensive side, but on the offensive side. Um, great, great coaching staff, you know, um, and I think we have we really have what it takes to go real far this year. And um, yeah. Talk about your coaching staff and how they've developed you from week to week, from, like you mentioned, from seven on seven to now, and how big of a crutch have they been for your development in just your first year? Oh, they've, been a real, they've been a real help, you know. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's really the, the, the first coaching staff I've had for football, you know, this being my first year, and they've been a real help. You know, they've, they've uh, been there for me. They've given me great tips along the way, and um, they've helped me, you know, you know, come out of my shell and, you know, they're telling me, you know, hey, you can do this. You, you belong here. You, you can do what it. You have what it takes. And, um, you know, they just helped me, been a big confidence booster to, in this season. And um, I'm really thankful for them.
So with you being a senior and obviously your first and last year, as, as you're getting more comfortable with the X's and O's and playing, how much of a leadership role do you think you can play come district play towards the end of the year? Um, I feel like I could definitely be a leader uh, on the team. I mean, we have, we have multiple leaders, I feel. You know, Richie Hernandez and Andrew Martinez, you know, we got, we got a lot of guys that can, that can fill that leadership role. I feel that um, I could definitely, I could definitely, you know, step up and be one of those guys that can, um, you know, help us in crunch time during the, you know, the playoffs and by district and area and down the line. Looking back over uh, uh, the first, say, the first five games that you played this year, and then you say, you know, you've gained more confidence as a, as the season rolls on. You know, lining up at outside linebacker, uh, is there anything that uh, uh, that stands out that you've picked up that has made your job easier? Um, well, I mean, it, it's different for every. I know it's different for every team that you line up against, but just something in general. Something in um, well, well, you know, lining up outside linebacker. You know, um, I think it's um, it's uh, well, I like it personally. You know, lining up outside linebacker. You know, um, you got to stay disciplined, and uh, you know, um, coming off the edge. You know, you gotta you gotta read your keys, and mm-hmm. you gotta you know be aware of the balls at all times. You can't. Uh, you can't like you gotta stay uh, true to like what the game plan is and what your job is. You can't like, you know, always rush up. You know, go to upfield for a sack because it could it could hurt the whole team. You know, so um, what what Coach Barraza, you know, depending on the game plan, what he has it has me do for the week. That's that's what I'm gonna do. And um, yes, for outside linebacker. When you look at football as a whole, what's the most fun thing about football compared to basketball that you just it's just a joy for you to go out there every day? What what do you find the big fun in football? Uh, for football, I would say, you know, you know, hitting people, mm-hmm. you know, getting more physical. It's a defensive guy. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I already feel like a defensive guy, coach. <laughs> yep. You're going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, hitting people, you know, get, getting more aggressive. Yeah, and um, just being able to, um, yeah, just go out there and be aggressive and um, all those type of things like that, you know. Is basketball still in the works once football over this year? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, basketball is still in the works. You know, uh, I do plan – after football season to uh, go on and play basketball my senior year, finish out with that chapter. But, uh, so what do you look forward to, you know, like say after graduation? Like, you know, is, is there anything specific that, that you're looking at when you grad- after you graduate? Well, of course, you know, I want to go to college. And, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, getting into business management. Yeah. And um, as of right now, you know, uh, hopefully get a scholarship to play football. And yeah, that's pretty much it. What position do you play in the, on the on in basketball? In basketball, I play you know the small forward or like the power forward position. What would you say your strengths are in basketball? Basketball, I say like um, driving to the basket. You know, um, I say I have like an edge, and like you know, because I got strength. You know, from you know football workouts. So I feel like driving and rebounding, and I say say defense as well. You being the first, your first year in the Parkland program, talk about the culture that Coach Franz has built to help you guys be, be successful and have the expectations, like you mentioned, going deep in the playoffs and, and bringing home that D.C. Oh, you know, Coach, coach Franz is, you know, he's a great coach. You know, um, he's definitely, um, still, he's definitely um, been there for all of us. Um, you know, he's always made it. He's always said that this is our it's, – it's about – the players, it's, it's, it's not him, and he, he's made that very clear that um, he's, all, he's all for us. 
and um, you know um, he he's used to to winning, and uh, we he help he helps us like win, you know, and um, yeah, he's all for his players, you know, the, all the um, he's all for his players, and you know, um, yeah, he gives great advice, and he's just um, he's just a good coach, in my opinion. And there you have it, Parkland outside linebacker Xavier Simmons. If you haven't watched his huddle film, <laughs> click play on that thing, and you will not be disappointed. One of the up-and-coming top linebackers in the city. Want to send a special thank you to Coach Franz, Coach Barasa, Gabe Herrera, and Xavier Simmons for joining us here tonight on the High School Spotlight Show. You can catch the replay of this one on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are platformed. Also, check out the website TownTalkSportsElPaso.com for the updated uh, schedule for this week. Just three games this week, but we do have that up there starting with Andres and Burgess on Friday night. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TTSportsEP for the latest score updates from Thursday and Friday night. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash TTSportsEP, and we're also on Instagram at TTSportsEP. So for Coach Grijalva, for the Parkland Matadors, I'm Alex Nicolás wishing you a pleasant good evening from 4th and Goal Wing House located at 1550 Hawkins Boulevard. You've been listening to the High School Spotlight live on Town Talk Sports El Paso. Thanks for listening to the School Spotlight on Town Talk Sports El Paso. We'll be back next Tuesday to spotlight another school here at 4th and Gold Wing House, 1550 Hawkins Boulevard, home of the largest HD screens in El Paso.